0: You are now tuned in to the Jags Den Podcast, the official podcast of the Jaguars Wire brought to you by USA Today Sports Media Group and also the number one Jaguars podcast on the airwaves. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jags Den Podcast. Of course, I am your host and managing editor. Of the Jaguars Wire, James Johnson coming to you all live solo on Monday, January the 14th. Going to just talk a little Jags, not going to really make a full podcast of this. Um, something that me and the guys have been discussing that we wanted to do is to make more snippets, if you will, which are like short, you know, five to 10 minute I guess you could say clips, audio clips that you all can listen to, as opposed to our podcast, which sometimes can get long. Uh, I know our last one that we recorded, that's going to come out. It got over to like an hour and 30 minutes. So all of that said, uh, I'm going to start doing more little brief snippets throughout the week, uh, talking and discussing the latest in Jags news. And uh, today Is going to be a one topic snippet in which I discuss uh, something that I talked about on the Jaguars wire or should I say wrote about on the Jaguars wire. And that was President Lamping's most recent comments. And these comments came out actually a week ago um, in totality. So, yeah, it was last Monday. Today is Monday. So, yeah, it's been a full week in terms of what he said about the Jaguars stadium, uh, perhaps needing big time renovations or perhaps a new stadium uh, in the future. And basically he was saying that, you know, the city and Jacksonville and the Jaguars all have to come together soon because they don't want to be doing this at the last minute, kind of like we've seen in the past with teams like the Vikings and uh, cities like St. Louis, how they lost the Rams. The Vikings didn't lose the uh, Minnesota, should I say, didn't lose the Vikings. But he was saying that basically the team, and City does need to start considering this stuff coming together because they there has been internal discussions between probably him and Shaad Khan and some of the other people within the organization of the team coming to a long term solution in terms of a stadium. But before we get into that, just want to plug some handles really quick uh, for you all to listen, to listen to us and get connected with us over the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the Internet. And the most notable, of course, being at Jags Dan podcast for this podcast handle the Jaguars wire for the Jaguars wire. And need I remind you, this is all on Twitter, by the way, at sportsgrind underscore done for myself. At Phil the Filipino for the show's host Phil who couldn't join me today but shout outs to him he'll be on sometime in the future and uh, of course he'll be doing snippets as well as as well as continuing the podcast with myself and Jacob I didn't I don't know if I specified that earlier but we're not going to stop doing full podcast Uh, but this is just something that we want to implement more and try something different alongside the podcast so uh, that being said also follow Jacob at underscore Jadella, And also you can feel free to follow Jackson Freiburger, who contributes and helps us out from the UGA wire over there with the Georgia Bulldogs. Go dogs. And that is at Jax with the X Fryberger. So that being said, we're going to get right into the topic at hand. As I said, this is going to be a one topic discussion uh today for this snippet i might do two topic discussions in some other snippets down the road uh maybe you know tomorrow or perhaps later down the road i have a few days off from my other job so uh that being said just wanted to discuss uh the comments of President Mark Lamping, Jags President Mark Lamping lately. Um, It's just something that's been on my mind. And this has always been something that has interested me in terms of uh, the Jags Stadium situation. And, um, you know, a lot of people make a lot of them, uh, perhaps moving to London, this, that, and the other. But personally, you know, I've always wanted to see the Jaguars flourish in Jacksonville as we all have as Jacksonville Jaguars fans and I've always thought that they should get a new stadium which segues into what Lamping was saying so um, as you all know if you haven't checked it out on the site uh, the article is entitled what does Mark Lamping's recent comments on the Jags agent stadium means of course that is www.jaguarswire.com Dot So uh, the article did pretty good, by the way, in terms of shares and whatnot. And I appreciate everybody that read it and, um, you know, everybody that shared it, retweeted it, this, that and the other. So, yes. So Mark Lamping uh, in a meeting yesterday or should I say Monday, last Monday, exactly a week ago, they had a meeting with the uh, dwellers or the downtown dwellers group. And uh, this topic came up. I don't know exactly how it came up. They don't have like video of this or or anything, but uh, Jack's Daily Record was the one or the site that initially reported this. And of course, you know, others took it and, you know, ran with it and, you know, made articles out of it and this, that and the other. Um, But they had some quotes from Lamping. At the meters with the downtown dwellers group and uh, basically they somehow got on the subject of the Jaguars future in terms of the stadium. So I guess the key quote to start with here is uh, the first quote that they uh, discussed in the article and uh, is where Lamping said that there is no question that TIAA Bankfield has aged well However, at some point in time, there is going to have to be a stadium solution if we don't. And I I skipped ahead to another quote, by the way, if we don't begin thinking about it, we'll wake up one day and have a stadium that's not meeting the needs of the fans or the community. Now, these comments shouldn't come as a surprise, and they didn't to many um, because The NFL is a league in which, you know, stadiums are a big deal. And if you don't have one or have a a very good one, should I say, then owners tend to take their bags, pack their bags and leave and go elsewhere. And, you know, this very well could be the situation for the Jacksonville Jaguars. If, you know, they don't handle it, the city doesn't handle it the right way. Need I remind you, the lease runs into 2030. Uh, So that being said, I guess I will begin. Uh, by saying what I think he means by these comments. And I think what he's hinting at here is that the Jaguar stadium needs big time renovations in a roundabout way. And when you look at a stadium that is the age of the Jacksonville Jaguar stadium, I think is uh 23 years old in terms of when they first constructed it for the Jaguars. I know there's history with the Gator bowl, this, that, and the other, but we're talking about when the Stadium was complete, and I think it was for roughly 120 million, somewhere in their ballpark, back in 1995. Uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars to use as their home field and as their headquarters as well. So, needless to say, a stadium of that age. And he did like go into a little bit of specifics. I know he mentioned the heat being an issue on one side of the stadium, especially. Uh, as you know, he kind of does beam hard on the fans that don't get premium seating or like club seating or uh suite seating. And he makes a good point there. And he also uh pointed out as well, the suite seating and how it was outdated in comparison to some other stadiums. So in a roundabout way, what he's hinting at is big time renovations for a aging stadium that is pushing 30 and it will have pushed the age of 30 by the end of the lease. And if you read the article, of course, uh, I, I tend to think that and most uh, I mean, I would think most agree with me on this, that he's not talking about small renovations like the ones we've had. And we not I won't even call those small, to be honest. But he's talking about some high end, pricey, expensive renovations, because, again, the stadium. You Know is aging is up there in age, and typically to get it to the standard of some of these newer stadiums that you have, basically, it's gonna take a good chunk of change. Now, I'm talking more than what the Jags spent on the scoreboards, uh, and I'm talking about more than they spent on the locker room, on the USA uh, US assured club seating, uh, this, that, and the other. And, and the reason I know this is because basically, when you look around the league. For the teams that are renovating, most notably, I'm eyeing the Miami Dolphins, who got $500 million renovations, if I'm not mistaken, which Stephen Ross is going to pay for some. But the city, if I'm not mistaken, and I read the stipulations, has to pay him back. So this is coming out of the taxpayers' pockets, basically. And as we all know, that's, that could definitely be a big issue with the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I'm going to get into But those are the renovations that I'm eyeing, as well as the ones that the New Orleans Saints are getting. And now when you look at those or the ones that they are planning, uh, feel free to Google that they are going to be along the lines of four hundred million dollars. And those, unlike the Dolphins renovations, are going to be more funded by the Saints and the the organization. So those aren't going to come out of the taxpayers pockets or at least not most of it so basically in a nutshell what i'm saying is it's going to be pricey whether the taxpayers pay for it or the organization pays for it and in around around the lines or along the lines of 400 million to 500 million dollars in my personal prediction when just looking at you know how these type of things work for older stadiums so 400 to 500 million to get TIAA bank fill to the standard of, say, you know, like the Falcons new stadium, uh, which is Mercedes Benz dome or to the level of, uh, I don't know, NRG stadium, which I guess NRG isn't one of the newer stadiums. But you guys get my point, like the Santa Clara stadium or Levi's stadium that. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers recently got. So that's what it would take to get the Jaguar stadium along the lines of that in terms of, um, you know, meeting the standards of the rest of the league and the high class stadiums that have been built. So that being said uh, in my article, you all saw what I said. And basically that is at that price range, especially. And again, I, I have a hard time seeing the taxpayers of Jacksonville, Uh, paying for this kind of renovations or these kind of renovations. And that's not to that's not in an offensive way. Um, But, you know, Jacksonville has been kind of reluctant when it comes to these kind of things in the past. And they make a good point when it comes to how much owners make and, you know, how much they should foot the bill. Uh, But that being said, in the article, you all saw where I personally think. For that kind of money for four hundred million to five hundred million dollars, whether it be from the taxpayers. And I can see a lot of people, you know, and I guess you can include me in this, uh, that are very big fans of the franchise that don't mind footing some of the bill for these type of renovations that will be required. Because ultimately we know the Jacksonville Jaguars are very vital to the economy of Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, they are very vital to the city just in general. So I can see both sides of the fences, why you would or why you wouldn't want to pay for it. You know, I can't really say that neither side is wrong. So let's get that clear, make that clear, get that out of the way. But for the amount that these renovations in particular may cost, you know, we can only say may because we don't know how much uh, lamping is was referring to or hinting at here. But. At the cost of 400 to 500 million dollars, at that point, you're halfway at the point of buying a new stadium, which, as we all know, they average at like a billion dollars or like one point one billion, one point two billion just depends on like, you know what the stadium amenities have and you know there's that, and the other. You know, it, is it a retractable roof on it? So you know, the price range kind of varies. But if we're talking about renovations along the price lines of you know what the Saints are getting or what let's say per se the um the Dolphins have, then at that point you're halfway at paying for a new stadium is what I'm saying in a nutshell and in a roundabout way. So. If the Jaguars were in a situation where the taxpayers had to pay five hundred million dollars to four hundred million dollars, even three in, in, in terms of new renovations. I think a smart thing would be to gauge how much Khan would want to put with that. And you would you would hope that he would want to at least match that or perhaps put more with it. Being that when we look at what happened earlier last year, not this year, I keep forgetting it is January 2019. But what happened earlier last year, he was willing to pay, if I'm not mistaken, eight to nine hundred million dollars into buying Wembley Stadium. And perhaps, you know, who who knows what's going, what was going to come, what was going to come of that. But bottom line is he just at that moment. He kind of and me and Phil talked about this on the podcast when it happened. He showed that, you know, he has the finances and we knew that he's a billionaire. He's one of the richest men in the world. But he has the finances to if it came to it to have a stadium built in Jacksonville as well. But it's just a matter of how much he wants the stadium built in this market and how much he wants to build in Jacksonville. And he said that. Numerous and various times that the Jacksonville Jaguars are to be, you know, are to to be stationed in Jacksonville. And this is the city that he wants to team in. Well, this is the perfect time. If we're talking about five hundred to five hundred million to four hundred million dollar renovations, the perfect time to gauge shotguns word. okay, and, and see if he would like to put money with it. To perhaps just build a holding around just new stadium um, and start from scratch, in my opinion, in Jacksonville. So just to kind of sum up like the figures. Okay, as I said, we already know how much it costs for these major type of renovations. The examples being the Dolphins and the New Orleans Saints who are going to get renovations or are working towards that later down the road. Okay, so at that point you're at three hundred to four hundred to five hundred million. We'll just say, for the sake of this conversation, five hundred million dollars in renovations, and we'll say that's just what they ask of the taxpayers to pay. Okay, so why not just ask Shawcon to put? Match that, which is 500 million more to just fund a whole new stadium in Jacksonville to show his commitment that he's been talking about all these years. And I'm, I'm not saying that Shad Khan is somebody that we should be questioning if, you know, he should, it, if his motives with the Jacksonville Jaguars. However, the situation in London definitely was an eye opener. And this is a way to calm people down and, and show them that you truly are committed to the city of Jacksonville, you know, if it came to this and I know some might say, oh, no, he's not going to put that kind of money for a, you know, a stadium. But then again, like I said, there is the example of London when he tried to buy Wembley. And I mean, when you look at the figures here, they're asking for less than he would have paid for Wembley. So he's going half and half with the city on building a new stadium. And need I remind you, TIA Bankfield is a nice stadium and it served its purpose. Don't get me wrong, but it is too big for the market, as we're seeing and we always saw. And, you know, they've had to, you know, find creative ways to shift this, the seating capacity of this stadium over the course of the year. So point blank, period. The stadium is just too big for the market. And. As we're seeing with these newer stadiums, they are much easier to adapt, I guess I'm trying to say, to the market or the event, if you will. You know, like Cowboys Stadium, the seating capacity could change there very easily. And I'm not saying that's not the case with TIA Bank, but it's just less of a hassle. You know, you look at Cowboys Stadium, it can easily fit a final four tournament or it can fit something as big as a national title game or it could fit a Cowboys game. So newer stadiums are just simply more modifiable. And see, this is also an opportunity for if the taxpayers have to get involved for them to do their part and say, hey, look, this, you know, nothing will be needed from this team in terms of a stadium, in terms of renovations for another 10 15 years if that and if anything else is needed in terms of renovations then hey look shot this is all you you need to pay for this because we've footed half of the bill for a brand new stadium so it kind of makes a case for them to say hey look after this no more renovations we've done our part because what it seems is happening here when you look at it these renovations that the Jags have had since con has been here ultimately lead to more renovation so you're just pouring more and more and more money into the scenario and and people are beginning to grow tired of it quite frankly and a good thing about building a new stadium is when you build new stadiums the thing is events tend to follow that and you know maybe the jaguars and they have been getting some you know Events like the NCAA tournament coming here, you know, they, the the stadium could house that instead of Veterans Memorial. It could also help you lure in WrestleMania because, as we all know, wrestling has a big uh, base in, in Florida. I mean, they do a lot of training you know, the w, here, the WWE does and, um, you know, other various other wrestling venues. As we're seeing with the AEW project that Chad Khan has, looks like that's going to have a big time base here in Jacksonville, or in Jacksonville, so that's something else to consider. You can get a WrestleMania maybe there, and something else the Jags have been trying to get as well, and that's the NFL draft. They have Daly's place to you know perhaps house something like that, um, but the stadium or a new stadium further validate and put more eyes on Jacksonville to get something like that now. Again, and Lamping said this, the the city isn't ready to house a Super Bowl yet. That's not what I'm getting at here. But eventually down the road, they could be that just boils down to hotels and, and more entertainment in terms of the city of Jacksonville, which they're working towards and later down the road. But when when downtown reaches its potential and Jacksonville can have a super bowl again the stadium will already be there in place to do something like that regardless of how far down the road it is and and, and again this is a these stadiums come so easily easily modifiable that the Jacksonville jaguars would be able to house something like that as well so in a nutshell when you look at the events that they can have as a result of this the money would be poured back into it eventually you know the if you have the right event planners and, and this, that and the other, if if there is one thing we know about Shotgun is that he will get things to come here once downtown reaches his potential. Or, you know, in this case, if the Jacksonville Jaguars had a nice stadium that was a spectacle, he would definitely uh, get the events to follow and, and come through uh, and, and, you know, have their events in the new stadium. So. While wow, new renovations and all of that would be nice a new canopy and all of that would be nice. I just have this this suspicion that the team would just after that, four, five years later, they're asking the city for more with, with a new stadium. You don't have that luxury. So I guess that's just kind of where I'm at on it. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, it's just time to let TIAA Bankfield go, in my personal opinion, because a lot of the stadiums that people keep around or should I say teams keep around and keep renovating like that are stadiums that have like a historic value to it. And I mean, yeah, some good things have happened there in the Jaguars in their, in their early times and their heyday had, you know, some good games there. But this, you know, like when you see the stadiums that are constantly being renovated and the ones that the NFL are trying to hold on to the stadiums like Soldier Field, you know, historic place, uh, Lambeau Field, historic place. You know, we can never think of knocking down Lambeau after you know all that's gone down there. So Jacksonville or TIAA Bank Field doesn't have that kind of a status in terms of history. So you know, you would think that the in in the back of the NFL's mind, they're thinking like. New stadium for Jacksonville. You would think that that that's what they're thinking. And by the way, there is a program with the NFL where they'll loan a city or an organization, should I say, 200 million to build a stadium as well. So that's something worth looking into as well. Although um, I'm not sure as to how that gets paid back. But that's just my thoughts on uh, Lamping's recent comments. Um, to Well, before I end it to further kind of get into it. You know, some some things have to happen before we even get to this point, especially if you're going to ask for taxpayers money. And again, I could see why you would be on both sides of this on as to why they should ask taxpayers or they shouldn't ask taxpayers. I could see both sides of the field. But the things that need to happen before a lamping even starts, you know, coming out and having these conversations or insinuating that the team is having these kind of conversations intent internally. The team needs to start winning, you know, before we get to that, you know, the team has to prove to the city that they can be a consistent winner to warrant any kind of cash. If that's what it's going to require to to have renovations or build a new stadium. And, you know, I think we saw it when the Jaguars went on the 2017 run that people will support them so long as the team starts winning. But I think like Lampy has to understand here that this team has been losing for so long that right now the support isn't there to kind of ask for something like this, And, and you know, you kind of have to bite your tongue a little bit until the team is, you know, where they need to be in terms of the product on the field. And I think Sean Khan needs to realize that as well. And, and maybe they do. But, you know, at the end of the day, I guess they can kind of do what they want as, you know, owners and the leader of, of the Jacksonville Jaguars because they, they could always waive that, that whole thing around about, hey, look, we can move to London into our faces, regardless as to if the team is winning or not. But still, just in terms of principles, before we start having these type of discussions, shot Khan and Mark Lamping, some winning has to come back to Jacksonville and it has to be done on a consistent basis. And of course, like I said, the other thing is the the downtown area basically you know, reaching its potential. And, you know, a lot of people saying, you know, downtown will never boom. Um, the the people of Jacksonville don't want it to flourish. They're just setting their ways of their old archaic ways. But when you look at it, at least of, as of last year in 2017 and, and now in the early stages of this year, you can start to see that Jacksonville as a city, albeit it might not be as fast as Khan and Lamping wanted are starting to come come around and and warm up to the idea of of building up downtown. You know, there's a hotel boom, as you all saw in the article, that is slated to happen downtown. So that helps. You know, that that's what I just discussed with the whole WrestleMania situation or the Super Bowl situation. So that helps uh, downtown to be a hub for events like that and to house people downtown and bring people and tourists in to the downtown area and the attention there. So. And we're seeing stuff with that. Um, we, we recently saw that they uh, federally got funded for some work on Bay Street and the um, I guess you could say the transportation, the transportation uh, monorail there and, and what have you. So that, you know, something's on the rise with that. But, you know, the bottom line is, you know, under Mayor Curry and and, you know, the whole council and whatnot, you know, the perception of downtown Jacksonville is starting to change. And, and people are seeing that more is needed down there, more entertainment is needed and that this city isn't living up to its potential. And, and people are finally starting to do something about it, as we're seeing with the city council meetings and and the things that are coming downtown. So that's the good thing about it, that, you know, by the time the Jaguars leases up in 2030, you know, maybe downtown will be significantly uh, more of a spectacle than it is now. Which, you know, that makes it easier to get, you know, stadium funding or, uh, you know, it to to get people behind a, a new stadium or, or the renovations for that matter. But I guess ultimately time will tell what comes of that. You would think that the Jacksonville Jaguars and the city will start meeting on these type of things either this year or next year. There, of course, is the state of the franchise um, event that is coming up in April or normally typically Is in April, of course, you would expect Lamping to say something about the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium and their future here in that event, which, you know, that could trickle into them having meetings with the city later. This, that and the other. And of course, I mean, the lot J development will be discussed in that. It sounds like maybe they have um, uh, a outline in place in terms of how to finance it and what it'll look like. And, uh, you know, that's another thing that can, you know, help or spearhead the boom of downtown and not just downtown, but, you know, help spearhead, uh, you know, more events and and things coming to or more eyes being on TIAA Bankfield. So that's pretty much it on my thoughts on what should come of that. That's just my personal take, my personal opinion. Um, There is time to uh, fix this situation. But, um, you know, I, I think the moral of the story here is that, you know, the, the city of Jacksonville has to come to an agreement with the Jacksonville Jaguars to s- somehow have to put our differences aside and, and understand that this team is big to this city and come uh, and, and meet, meet each other in the middle. And that, that goes for the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. And I guess time will tell what comes of that. Um, you know, I don't think that the team's going to move. I'm, I'm an optimist. So, you know, I, I think something uh, when push came, especially if push came to show up would be um, agreement would come about it. Um, but we'll see. So um, that being said, we're going to wrap today's show up, you know, where you can follow us on the various media outlets on the Internet. Those being especially on Twitter at Jags Dan podcast at the Jaguars wire. You can follow me at SportsGrind underscore Don Phil at Phil the Filipino Jacob at underscore Jadella And of course, you can follow Jackson fryburger and that is at Jax with a X x fryburger. Also, feel free to check us out and listen and uh, subscribe to us on the various interfaces on the web, uh, most notably iTunes, uh, in which you can comment, subscribe, help us get up there in the ratings, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Most recently, we've been added to Deezer Radio Public. And of course, you can find us on the USA Today Network, which is hosted on audioboom.com with the rest of the wire site podcast as well. So, I am James Johnson signing out and hopefully we'll get something going for another podcast uh, tomorrow. But that being said, you all be safe and go Jags.